Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in really beautiful, gorgeous, please don't move here, Seattle. I keep saying that and Benny actually likes it when I say that. You like that. your new tagline. It's your yeah, hashtag. Yeah, it's really gorgeous right? and beautiful, but please don't move here. Yeah. <laughs> we are full. <laughs> we got to make sure everybody can buy a house or get rental property. We have, unfortunately, in the Northwest, well, I kind of feel like from an energetic perspective in terms of the market, the financial market and the homelessness, we're kind of mimicking San Francisco right now. I think it's going to be permanent because all these headquarters keep moving here, which is interesting. But when you drive on the viaducts or like the freeways and whatnot, you see these encampments kind of everywhere along the freeways. And Misha hadn't been home. Well, she had been home, but she hadn't been driving across the, you know. right? Yeah. (laughs) And um, we were all in the car going to Mina's house. Mina and Kevin bought a new house. My youngest. Thank you. And my Mm -hmm. youngest son-in-law. And so we were heading over there for dinner. Mm -hmm. And Misha goes, what is that? I go, oh, that's the homeless encampment. Yeah. She goes, what? Yeah. And I'm like, you know. It's shocking. It's really shocking. If you've been away for a little bit, and for me too, I haven't been across in some areas in Seattle. Well, you live in West Seattle. No, I live in Renton. But oh, I've driven do. up and around, but there are areas hmm. that I haven't been like, you know, yeah, right, going back through. And yeah. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, like, it's it a lot of. Yeah, they're, it's they're, an eye opener. It's an eye opener. Mm-hmm. So, so that's why we're saying, please don't move here because we got to figure out our housing issue first, and then you can move here, maybe. <laughs> exactly. And one other thing, if you are around 99 area, like a Highway 99, apparently they're running across the road. Oh, often so be in careful. There. So just slow down. Yeah, I slow know. down and be we careful. Just, we're still human. We want everyone to be yeah. safe, and we want everyone to be warm and comfy and cozy, mm-hmm. and everyone have food, and you know, we we want that. Yeah. So. Interesting enough, you know, one yep. of the things I get to do here on the radio show is interview people who I believe are on the leading edge of thought. And um, people write to the website and say, hey, could you interview this person? And we say, could you, s- if I if I feel like a little tingling of energy, I go, Or Ooh. after the 20th email you sent. Well, I'm just no, kidding. I'm kidding. No. Well, well, Lisa <laughs> takes care of all of that, right? So, after um, the 20th email she sees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we say, well, if I feel, see a tingling, because Lisa and I look over the list of people who, you know, at some point we sit right. down and look mm-hmm. at the list, mm-hmm. and I feel, if I feel a tingling, mm-hmm. you know, I'll say, could you ask them to send the book, right? You know, because I want to read the book first yeah. or look at it, scan it, whatever. So we got this... Um, request for this book called Just Be, Transform Your Life and Live as Infinity by Suresh Ramaswamy. There you go. Yay. Good. Yeah, we practice. Yeah. <laughs> At any rate, and um, and actually, I had actually endorsed this book, right? And, but I was trying to remember him. I was trying to remember this lovely person who... You weren't being you. You had to be just be. Yeah, I just had to be. Exactly. So we were talking just a few moments ago, um, because it's a really uh, amazing and smart book. Everyone's going to love it. It's a lovely, lovely book. And we were talking, and I think it was listening to his voice. I remembered him, and I said, did we ever meet? And we met years ago in California, and I remember having these really deep, high vibrational quantum physics conversations in between some lectures and teaching that I did. And so now I even remember the wonderful... So, so welcome to the show, Suresh. How are you? 
thank you, Marie. Wow, it's, <laughs> it's a total delight and joy to, to be with you uh, yeah, on your show. Yeah, I know. First of all, I'm a huge fan of your show. Oh, I, thank I've, you. I've uh, heard it uh, in the podcast format uh, many times, and I'm always just admiring the incredible vibrancy of energy you bring to well, every show. So you. that is thank super you. awesome. Well, I just, you know, I, I remember you were writing your book or working on writing and working on how, you, you know, you wanted to progress into the multisensory world professionally. And, mm-hmm. I, and I remember these conversations. You're a scientist as well. You know, you're very active in the technological world and advancing human consciousness. And so I've been reading your beautiful book, Just Be, Transform Your Life and Live as Infinity, which I think is a really cool word to use as part of your subtitle, Infinity, because Infinity is so huge and so amazing and so expansive and also so unique for each individual, right, to progress into the infinite consciousness. And what I find so amazing, I was talking to Lisa and my assistant when we were driving into the studio today, is first of all, I'm very surprised nobody else wrote this book. Like, it never was on my radar to write a book like this, and I haven't read a book like this. And I think part of the reason why is because when you're having transformational awakening, it's so personal and so kind of shocking. Like, you wake up every day and it's a new day, you know, and you're, you can barely describe it to people around you, even. And, and when you do, um, not everybody gets it, you know, so you kind of hold it inside as your soul is awakening. You, you know, it's it's just so sh- shocking and so beautiful and so amazing. It's probably hard to put it down into words. But after teaching as much as I have, you know, around the, the country and whatnot, that is a common question. Well, how do you know? What does it feel like? I wish I had that experience. People ask these type of questions. And here you've written such a fantastic book that gives people an idea about what it feels like when you're in this process and what you can do about it to expand it. So what made you decide to write this book? Like what was your um, your conscious um, knowledge about, oh, this would be the perfect book to write. Like, what, what, yeah. what happened? You know, you, that's a great question. Uh, when I, uh, you know, I've been teaching this course called Transform Your Life here locally in San Diego for many years, about eight or so years. And uh, so I've been talking about this and working with individuals one-on-one for quite some time. Um, and it was about perhaps five or so years back that I had the first sort of inner prompting to write something. And it felt like, something important needed to be expressed, you know, perhaps something that had not yet uh, found its way into the human understanding. Mm-hmm. And even though I got that prompting, uh, you know, I was very reluctant. I felt like, you know, there's so many great books already out there. Uh, do I really need to write a book along these lines? Yes. And <laughs> so after that initial reluctance, um, I was, I was, actually shown the the vibrational quality of the book and how it could be so that it would be more than just a bunch of uh, concepts. It would actually be a vibrational tool that people can use. And that's when I got really excited, when I was shown that, and I said, okay, (laughs) sign me up. Now I'm ready to do this. Wow. You know, I I love everything you said because when you become more conscious and aware, and of course you've been teaching people already, you know, in classes and then on one-on-one sessions, which is beautiful. And when you become, you know, vibrationally aware, information is downloaded to you. The universe goes, hey, we know what would be great that you could offer to the world that would be effective and 
and full of purpose and also bring you incredible joy because that's really what life is about is the individual experiencing joy, right? The infinity as you Absolutely. Right. And so I love that you waited until the vibration came into your body and that you knew that you would be able to offer techniques and language. I even love how you wrote, even if you don't open this book, but you just hold it <laughs> because that's actually true. When, when there are books full of consciousness, you don't actually have, I mean, I will recommend that people read this book, but you can literally hold the vibration of, of something that you want to you know, merge with your own cellular memory, and it will actually happen. Yes, yes. You know, I hear interesting stories from readers, you know, almost every day. And, you know, there's this one reader who uh, talks about how her, her dog picks up this one book from all her books oh, wow. and, and stuff and brings it to her every day for her to read it. So I, I feel like, okay, the dog is picking up on something. Wow, that's a huge compliment. No, <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. a huge, because animals feel vibration. They understand it beyond anything we could possibly imagine. That's why they don't freak out about death or, you know, like they're pretty relaxed about it. I know my cats always want to sit in my treatment room, but you know, for people who are allergic to cats, I like to keep that room free of, you know, any type of debris from them. But they're always like, it's the only door in the house that actually has scratch marks on it. You know, like they want to go rest in there. One of the things that I, there's many, many things I love about your book. And congr- congratulations again. You even recently won a reward, uh, an award for the book as well. That's right. That's right. Could Thank you tell you. us what it, what it is? Uh, yeah, there's actually a whole bunch of uh, awards. Uh, wow. One of them was the International Soul Bridge uh, Book Award. And wow. this was in the category of self-help, uh, as well as in the category, they have a category called Spiritual Awakening of Humanity, wow. which I thought was really cool. Um, so those were a couple of awards. And then another one, which is based right here in Southern California, is the Body, Mind, Spirit Book Award. Wow. Recognized in that I'm very well. proud of you. Congratulations. So, you. so, and I love the language that you use because it's good to use new language. Because, and of course, as an individual, like an author, expands their consciousness, new information is transmuted into them so that they can express it in a new way for human culture. And I loved this. I love many things, but this one area: practice and technique, five element model. I thought that was really very bright of you because you break it down into things that humans understand like earth water fire air and ether um the ether one maybe not everybody understands but i I love how you talk about how the practices and the perception that can shift and and you break it down into language that we can understand so that was very smart of you of course thank you yeah you know this this becomes like a um sort of a paradox because people think of, okay, beingness is something you can just go there without doing anything. So should Mm -hmm. I not do anything? Should I not do any practices (laughs) and simply take it easy? So uh, it's it's an area which I think uh, required sort of a model to help people understand that, you know, doing has its place. But how you approach doing changes with time as you evolve. So you start you know, with the earth uh, element, if you will. And this is when the practices, whatever they are, whether, you know, you're doing uh, meditation or some other sort of uh, consciousness-expanding practice, it starts out as being, you know, very structured, regimented, requires a lot of self-discipline. You know, it's almost like you're gritting your teeth, I'm going to do this. And so (laughs) there is certainly 
this element of, you know, I am doing this practice and I shall get somewhere someday. Um, and, and so it, from there it goes to more and more a flow uh, sort of uh, feeling where, you know, you go to water, fire, where the practitioner is practicing but increasingly sort of disappearing, right? Right. Uh, and so by the time you get to air and finally to ether, you've sort of transcended you've the transcended. practice. And, and this is what I love about your book, because it's so smart to explain this to human beings, because human beings don't understand. And they also don't think that, that and, and it, I think it's hard for teachers, including myself, to really describe these levels or these entry points because you forget about them. You know, when you become present, you forget about the the history of how you got to where you be, right. you know, which is healthy and normal so that you don't go back and try to reinvent the wheel. But right. but to know that once you do, I love what you said about gritting your teeth as you meditate on a regular basis or whatever you've decided is going to get you into a different form of consciousness where you begin to expand into different realities of awareness, that that there are these different levels that you will move through. I think that's going to be very helpful and hopeful for people. Um, so that when you, you know, like, I don't practice meditation, you know, like there are times when my, I will hear my higher self go, oh, could you please go sit by the fire and meditate? And I'm like, oh, oh, sure. Okay. Because there's something that's available for me in that moment. It's the perfect moment. But to me, every moment of life is a form of meditation. You, Indeed. Right? Yeah, exactly. So you so you've gotten to that understanding, oh, of right? Course, it's, yeah. For a lot of people, meditation brings up images of, you know, sitting in the lotus posture in some yeah. very quiet place. Yeah. And you know, that is simply uh, a form of meditation. Right. And uh, it certainly has tremendous value, but over time, it's really about every moment in our lives and how we're able to bring that awareness and our deeper realization of who we truly are, which I call, you know, our essence self. Ah, it, Bringing it's, that, but, but, but the fact that you were able to put language to it. So, like, here's an example. I'm just going to read the air part. Um, mm-hmm. it, you don't practice. Practice is you. You simply show up clear and open, and practice happens. Flow energy, super expansiveness all the time, sweet joy, the bliss of sheer existence without end, energy and love, which is really what happens. And And, and I love that when you... When people start to have that experience, that's the energy that they carry around them. And it doesn't mean we don't slip occasionally into moments of whatever, but you know how to get back into that other place and you know that's your normal frequency, that that is your connection to your divine and your higher self. And when you hear information or see things or have, you know, a a knowingness of multisensory expansion that allows you to move on your path, you're confident about it. You don't question it. You just go, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this next. Oh, okay. And exactly. every fluttering feather of a hummingbird feels like infinity. Yeah, yeah. Right? Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the thing. It's Once you start recognizing that essence and living from that place, everything changes. So it's, it's literally how you engage with life, how you see life, uh, how you engage with emotions, which I feel is such a huge, huge deal. Huge. So many of us never quite figure out how to uh, deal with these emotions. <laughs> right. And that, and that a lot of you, you write this so beautifully in your book, by the way. And I also love how you have these little takeouts. You have little symbols for a tip, a bonus, you know, so that people yeah. can do bonus techniques if they want to. There's little tips about, oh, we talked about this, but this is how you can really engage in this in, in different ways if that 
explanation doesn't work for you, here's some other little tips, which I really love. But yes, emotions are so profound because really a lot of emotions are mind driven. They're not even authentic, you know, so people get confused about their true authentic emotional body. And when you expand into higher levels of consciousness, you don't, you don't spend a lot of time trying to heal your emotional wounds, so to speak. It's very different. It's a flutter of, of release that occurs continually and you get higher knowledge acknowledgements of what's really going on it's very profound yeah exactly i mean the the emotions we tend to conventionally be like put it in two buckets we think of it as you know positive emotions i want more of these and then there's negative emotions i i hope i don't run into these (laughs) and that tends to be just how people go about through life instead of looking at it as you know frankly we don't control when the emotions come up it's not like i decide to become angry it's just anger pops up and so once we relate start relating to emotions from this place of recognizing who we truly are then we don't end up doing two things which we ordinarily do which gets us into trouble which is either we resist it and try to push it away or we get entangled with it, and yeah. then we, it, it lingers on forever. You know, right. this, is, this is what happens. We hold it in our uh, various aspects of our being. Right. Uh, so if we don't do either of those, we can have the emotion, we can be friends with it, we can let it flow through us. Right. It's not a problem, any emotion. And that to be like that with emotions requires us to really recognize this deeper aspect of ourselves. And then, and then be anchored in that. Exactly. It's like an observational process. When you're really sensing authentic emotions, you're observing them. And right. right? And, and then in that observation, you get clarity like, oh, that's why I'm mad. Oh. And then you can actually do something constructive, like nurture yourself or eventually have a conversation with someone if another person's involved. And you don't go down the drama kind of gossipy and it's fun when you're when you become more conscious. You can see you have a choice. Ooh, I could call five people right now, <laughs> or I could just like be with this experience and see the beauty and what's happening and and how it's not even about me. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's like exactly right. And, you know, the skill is is being uh, able to sit with that discomfort. So there's a certain element of discomfort, and our tendency is to immediately grab the remote control or totally. you know do something. But that, that's where we, we are not truly engaging with that emotion. So if we can simply go there, be with it, then we don't need a lot of therapy. <laughs> right, we don't. We absolutely <laughs> don't. That's absolutely true. I, I just think it's so, so lovely. So is there like a technique you could share maybe right now on the radio? And I just want you to know that when I interview people, one of the things I can tell about how engaged the listening audience is, and we know for sure on um, KKNW that a minimum of 20,000 people are listening to the show at all times, which is fascinating. Wow. Right? Wow. We're on this short list now. <laughs> yeah, isn't it cool? So it's, it's a short list for Seattle radio stations. Um, is that the phone lines aren't full when people are listening to an interview. And that's what's happening right now. <laughs> so <laughs> this is lovely. So is there a technique you could offer... Um, or something that you want to share with the listening audience about your book, which I highly recommend that this is a book that, you know, some books you could read forever, right? And I think that's how you wrote it. You wrote it to be a guide that certainly could help you propel your consciousness just in general. But also when you're having a hard time or you feel stuck or you move to another level, you can go back 
and reread things and it will have a completely different meaning for you or your consciousness gets to expand and so you hear it and see it and feel it in a different way. That's the type of book you wrote. Oh, yeah, one of the readers called it a lifetime companion. Exactly. So I think exactly. <laughs> yeah. true. And that's the kind of book that I think that people who are in the spiritual realm hope to write, right? That that it, it it's written with such a, a consciousness that it can continually to affect us in ways that allow us to grow and expand and 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 to give us what we need in the moment. Like, okay. And, and a book that where you could just randomly open up a page and your being is satisfied, you know, <laughs> which is lovely. So so do you have something you want to offer? I'd love to, yeah. Actually, um, so it's a book, you know, which, it, it's really talking about this beingness, which is, uh, which is as opposed to being caught up in some sort of activity or caught up in doing this. So I want people to get a taste of that. And, and we've already had a taste of that numerous times, you know, when we listen to a beautiful piece of music or, you know, taking a walk on the beach. Uh, and these bring up that quality of beingness. But I want to point out to people that that beingness is accessible anytime, anytime. So we don't want to relegate it to, you know, the vacation that I'm going to go for in Hawaii and then I'll feel really good. <laughs> it's really got to be accessible anytime. So uh, this t- simple technique to access that anytime. So, um, and it starts with the breath. So I'd, I'd like uh, to invite everyone to start with simply noticing the breath. And as you notice the breath, you're instantly shifting already to a subtler way of functioning. And you start noticing the phases of the breath. So you notice your Inhale, then there's a very small pause after the inhale, followed by a gentle exhale. And the exhale is also followed by a pause. So simply notice that this is happening all the time. And think of it as... um, the waves of the ocean that you can surf. You know, mm-hmm. Here in San Diego, I'm very close to the ocean, and I see people surfing all the time. And so it's a sheer joy riding the wave. This is a wave that we all have with us, no matter where we live. And so ride the waves of the inhale, exhale. And now I'd like you to pay special attention to the pause that is available after the exhale. The inhale, pause, exhale. This pause, I want you to linger in that pause. This pause actually puts us directly in contact with our true nature, with a deeper reality. And in this pause, if you can simply be fully present for just a fraction of a second, you find that the doors to infinity are right there. 
hang out there. You don't have to hold your breath artificially. Just let it be natural. And then let the breath continue, the inhale and exhale. Each time you revisit this, in just a minute, you will find that these pauses are incredible. They're pregnant with the infinite potential available to each one of us. And that is the portal to infinity. Mm-hmm. We don't have to go anywhere. We don't have to do anything per se. Mm-hmm. We simply have to access it. And this is, you're really accessing higher states of consciousness. I just love what you just said. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but because we're getting close to our end of time. But I love what you said that, I love how you gave everyone a millisecond, you know, and and it's pregnant. It's pregnant with affinity because everything happens in the nothingness and that pause that you so beautifully described, that's where everything is in the absolute nothingness. And so I just want to thank you again for writing this beautiful book, Just Be, Transform Your Life and Live an Infinity. And um, Sarish is a transformative teacher and visionary entrepreneur, passionate about igniting and cultivating catalyzing the transformation of humanity with his background as an electrical engineer and a technology executive. He brings an inspired yet pragmatic approach to elevating consciousness on our planet. So thank you so much for helping all of us and (laughs) writing a fabulous book that no one will tire of reading. Oh, it's it's such a delight uh, being on your show. And and I I love the observations you have. Yeah, it's lovely. Thank you. I really love it. And I just barely scrapped or scratched the surface. So I I know it will touch everyone in any form of consciousness. So thank you again. And I wish you great success with it. And how can people find you? Oh, the best way would be through my website, which is justbebook.org. Great. 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 And then they can find out about classes or your one-on-one work and then anything else that you're creating. Thank you. Go write some waves today and um, joyful blessings to you. Thank you too. All righty. Bye-bye. And we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manucherry Show. We'll be right back taking your calls. Uh, 877-825-8828 is the number if you haven't done that already. 877-825-8828. We'll be right back. Women for One is a global community that supports women in sharing their stories, claiming their voices, and making life happen on their own terms. They're advocates for women who are ready to step up, speak out, and shine while expressing themselves with vulnerable transparency. Women for One's Pacific Northwest Truth Teller Tour takes place in Kirkland, Washington on April 28th. A Truth Teller Tour is like TEDx with vulnerability and heart. During this event, courageous truth tellers will share their most powerful stories among a safe and supportive sisterhood. The tour follows on the heels of Women for One's Your Messy Brilliance Retreat, a fun, intimate weekend of moving past obstacles and stepping into our true voices and power as women. To find out more about these events and Women for One, visit womenforone.com. That's W-O-M-E-N-F-O-R-O-N-E.com. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. 
As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Have you ever wondered what your dreams mean or how they can be used for intuition and guidance? If so, then this year's Spring Seaback Retreat, hosted by Edgar Casey, ARE, is for you. Dreams are an important part of our physical, mental, and spiritual development. If you would like to learn how to work with and interpret your dreams, go to areseaback.com and sign up for the Spring Seaback Retreat today. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. You could become Marie's friend on Facebook or even follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's website. There's tons of new features like Chakra of the Month, a live Twitter feed, and three PDFs with extensive exercises for your chakras. You can also sign up for Marie's free quarterly newsletter and also get your questions answered in her Dear Marie column. Simply email Marie your question and she will answer it in an upcoming edition. Marie also will be speaking and signing books. Find out if she'll be in your area on her events page at energyintuitive.com. Hi, this is Marie Manucheri, and I just wanted to let you know that I will be leading my second international retreat, this time to the Greek island of Syros. September 24th through the 30th, we will travel to this gorgeous Greek island and learn the art of letting go to experience incredible expansion. We will learn and practice and play with lecture, meditation, yoga, and enjoy all of those spectacular land and seascapes this magnificent and remote location has to offer. Surrounded by turquoise waters, literally, romantic sunsets and Mediterranean flavors, you will learn about the power of allowing one's energy to bridge the cosmos, returning to you incredible desires. So please, for more information, go to energyintuitive.com. I hope to see you there. It's going to be an extraordinary experience. Organic, free range, and fresh daily. Alternative Talk, 1150. Vinny, I love that song. Who is it? What is it? This would be Coolio. We're throwing it back oh. to the 90s. Yeah, see, the 90s, that's my jam. <laughs> I like it. I, I like it. <laughs> that's where I stand. Makes me very happy. <laughs> so nice. Yeah. Okay, great. Perfect. So we're taking calls. Mm -hmm. Who do we have? Uh, well, let's give out the number. 877-825-8828 is the number. And again, 877-825-8828. We'll start off things uh, in uh, Portland. Jennifer's joining us. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, guys. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? 
I'm good. I'm really grateful I got on this morning, and Lovely. I just love you and Benny we so are much. Too. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. You know what? I was just in Portland because I did a segment on AM Northwest. I saw the video, by the way. Oh, you did? It was amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think I finally figured out how to relax in front of... <laughs> A few cameras. It's taken me a while. So it's Uh on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, if you want to watch it. It's all about what-if questions. So um, that's really fun. So what can I I do for you, Jennifer? Well, I've just had a rough um, few days, Uh and I'm struggling with my uh, relationship, my Uh love relationship right Uh now. I called in um, probably about a year ago to kind of check in with you regarding this, and you gave me some advice that, you know, this person's really going to stick in here with me, and he's going to want to talk about it and really deal with life as it comes. Is that true? um, It is, but Mm -hmm. it's also a struggle. Mm -hmm. What part's the struggle? I think the part that we're struggling with is really, like, communicating together when there's conflict. If If I have something that's, you know, difficult for me, he has a really hard time just hearing it without kind of reacting and getting flooded in his own emotions and uh-huh. some anger um, is popping up and it's just kind of some red flags for me now. And I mm-hmm. just feel like, well, maybe a little bit of advice from yeah. what so, you see or from above would be good for me right now. Well, here's what I'm hearing, but of course I, I want you to tell me what's happening for you as well. Right. But yeah. you know, you, you're kind of deep. Would you agree? Yeah. And you always, you're trying to bring him into the depths and I'm just saying why, mm-hmm. because you're trying to take him into like these deeper, uncomfortable, emotional things. And I don't understand why you're doing that. Quite frankly, mm. I think you need to start spending some more time with yourself and figuring out mm-hmm. your own inner stuff that's going on because he's content and fine and happy. And then you're like pulling him down. You, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then you expect him to be able to have this deep dialogue that you want to have with him, which I'm not even sure if that's really, really necessary or healthy. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Yeah, I can definitely see. Um, I can feel some truth in that for myself in terms of dealing with me, working yeah. on me. Um, yeah. And I, I agree. I agree about not pulling people down into areas that's not their flow. Well, I mean, I it's really... he's, you know, allowing it to happen, right? Everyone's responsible for mm-hmm. their experience. But you, you both have a very different way of experiencing life. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that your way of experiencing is in the highest good. If you're making things more serious and more dramatic than they actually are or need to be without sitting with yourself and really getting clear uh, in your expanded higher vibration. So be, let's try this and see if it works. Before you have another one of these deep conversations with him. I want you to get your energy really elevated and start to have the conversation with yourself first to see a, is this important? Is this necessary? Is this helpful? Is this Mm -hmm. in my best interest? Because I'm getting pretty much no. Mm. So it's kind of like you're, you're, you diving deep to have these conversations that I'm not sure are necessary. Does this make sense? Mm -hmm. Yes, it does. Um, but there's also, you know, me in the relationship experiencing a lot of this stuff all the time. And I'm just not sure that we've got an appointment coming up for um, a group counseling session. Mm-hmm. And we did a really good re- workshop recently that I think mm-hmm. was really helpful for us. Yeah. But I think there is probably too much mental going on. Yeah. Like, I agree. We can't I agree. figure it out together. And How about having, it. because even as we're having this conversation, you have your energy really low. 
Can you please yeah. have your energy elevated and see what's really going on and seeing if you need to have these conversations? I can feel it too, completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just bring kind it up, of, girl. You know, sometimes yeah. stuff is happening that's really about ourselves, and we mm-hmm. we want to have a conversation with someone about it. But is it even necessary? Is it drama, or is it really helpful, or is there is there really an issue? That's here's the question I want you to ask yourself: What what if I engage in conversation with my partner that's really valuable for us and a high frequency? Ooh, what if I engage in high frequency conversations with my partner? That's what I want you to start working on. So you can start to sift through the information and find out if you're spending time in areas that actually aren't beneficial. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay? All right. Okay. Thanks. You're welcome. It, you're welcome. Have a beautiful day in Portland. Yeah, thanks, Jennifer, for joining us. 877-825-8828. Let's boost that energy for you, Jennifer. Yeah. Springtime, let's do this. Have some fun. Mm -hmm, Totally. Uh, We'll go to off to another caller. We have now Courtney joining us from Bremerton. Hi, Courtney. Hi, Courtney. Hi, Benny. Hi, Marie. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm great. Thank you. Tomorrow is my birthday. Yeah, we are. Happy birthday. Thank you. I'm super excited. So I'm turning 39. Oh, that's a great age. So going my 40th trip around the sun. Wow, that's really yes. great. Great age. I'm very excited for the next portion of my life, and um, I'm calling in today. This is my first time calling. Oh, thank you very much for calling in. appreciate it. Yes, thank you for taking my call. I'm um, wondering if you might offer me some advice mm-hmm. about um, just a general reading about the next year of my life and mm-hmm. what I can do. Well, to, a year would um, take a while, life. you know. I mean, a year, advice for your year would be like <laughs> a lot of information. <laughs> but um, I, I wrote out your energy, um, and you're doing a great job of absorbing. You're doing a great job of absorbing energy. You only have one chakra that has like a, a leak in it. It's a small leak, very tiny. That's your second chakra, and this is about joy, and it, it governs key areas of human existence like career, partnership, friendships, mm-hmm. creativity, and money. Um, that totally makes sense. Yeah, so that's an area where you have a little bit of a leak. So how do you approach these big subjects in your life, and how are you hoping to approach them this new birthday year for you? So um, I think... Money and yeah. career. I, I wrote the money sign on stuff. your diagram. Like instantly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like money is sense. a thing. So, <laughs> so I think this was, since Uranus has left Aries, because you're in Aries. I am too. My birthday's on Saturday, actually. Happy um, birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Th- happy birthday to us both. So I think now that Uranus <laughs> is leaving Aries, thank goodness. Um, and and it's, it's actually, a, it's a transformative planet. So it makes you transform. And when it leaves mm-hmm. your sign, you get, that's when the rewards, you know, start to come in and all of this good stuff. But now that you're not going to have this constant surprise from Uranus, <laughs> um, and it's a seven year transit, you know, so you get, you can get a lot of surprises in seven years, potentially. <laughs> now I think it's time for you to work on your worth, right? Like okay. you, you've gotten clarity about more about who you are and what you want in your life and what's in your best interest. Would you agree? Yes, definitely. Right. So now I want you to work on your worth. So what if questions would be fabulous for you to start utilizing? You know, what if I receive my authentic value in life? Okay. What do you think about that? I think that's awesome. And I don't want you to use the M word for a little while, the money word, until your energy, because your energy is actually, it's not bad about money, but it's not, ah, 
it's kind of, oh, um, oh, oh, you know, it's up and down, up and down, up and down. So, so let's not use the money word because that can be a trigger for the human brain. And, you know, let's use um, wealth. Let's use abundance, um, finances, if you like that word, and and start using positive language. I think you're going to have a great year. I think that um, you've really stepped into your own significantly, and now you're learning to channel joy into all of these fabulous aspects of the life that you can see for yourself so that you can actually manifest it and let it come in and start blooming and blossoming um, throughout your well-being. Great. Yeah. Um, that, that totally feels like it fits. and Good. That's fantastic advice, and I really appreciate the what-if question. Great. Great. Well, happy, happy birthday. I hope you have a beautiful day tomorrow. Thank you, and you as well. Thank Have a fantastic you. weekend. Thank you. Yeah, thanks very much, Courtney, for joining Don't in. Got to have a birthday with right? He only makes it that much better for you. Right, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's stay. Uh, well, let's actually go over to Orlando, mm. and uh, we have Gina joining us. Hi, Gina. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. Hi, Hi Gina. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Good. Um, I was wondering if you could look at my energy, see mm-hmm. if I need any clearing. Um, my issues that I'm concerned about right now are um, some self-worth issues and mm-hmm. fears, um, fears of being fully spiritual and mm-hmm. not being a conventional type of person. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. Well, you know, how I look at fear, and a very wise person um, gave me this antidote uh, in the mid nineties. It was actually Karen, Carolyn miss. I was in a conference she was teaching and I had just got the, Oh my gosh, I'm going to start my own business. and I'm going to be this energy person. And I was at one of her conferences and I was too afraid to ask her a question because she, I don't know how she is now in her teaching format, but she kind of would make people cry, you know, and I didn't want to cry in front of a, you know, a thousand people. <laughs> so, um, so I cornered her in the, in one of the hallways of the hotel and asked her this question, what's the difference between fear of success and fear of fa- failure? And she said, fear is fear. So just remember, it doesn't matter what title or subject matter you believe you have fear about. Fear is simply fear. It just has different uniforms, costumes, it, but it's all the same thing. So really what you're working on, which is really healthy and beneficial for humans to raise their consciousness is to not allow oneself to vibrate long in the mental perception of fear because it's an illusion. It's not real. It doesn't matter. So even though you have this fear about being more uh, multisensory, you know, to allow yourself to, as Suresh would put it, you know, um, vibrate into affinity, even though you're having some fear about that, it's just fear in general. Just remember that. Try not to put right. clothing on it. It's you, you're you're wanting to release fear, which is fantastic. So when you can actually have the observation that fear is fear and it doesn't really have, you know, outfits to it, then then you can work on just releasing fear. What if I easily embrace in, you know my magnificence in life? What if I easily release any form of fear that's in in a vibrational pattern in my cellular memory? I think that would be really great for you. Super oh, great for what you. was the second sentence? Of, so I got, what if I easily embrace my magnificence? Yeah. What if I easily release fear that is um, vibrating in my cellular memory? Release fear that is vibrating 
in my cellular memory. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I think that would be great for you because when we when humans get stuck on, oh, this is my issue, this is my problem, and they start working on it from that way, that's when the ego gets involved and it's very limiting mm-hmm. in terms of shifting your vibration. Fear is right. fear, wears different costumes, it doesn't matter, we just want to release it from our body. Okay. Right? Yeah, so I think that'll be great for you. And everything looks lovely. So I would just work on that what if question and work on surrendering. What if I surrender and get out of the way? That helps individuals release fear too, right? Okay. Um, Do I have time for one more quick question? Um, I think so. Yeah, go for it. Okay. So um, I've been working on my intuition and I just started trying to do some automatic writing. And I did feel like something really came through me with moving my hand by itself. But then I couldn't read it. I couldn't understand it. I couldn't read my own writing. It was like the way I was that's forming so letters was cool. different. That's so cool. But that's so really cool. Well, first of all, that's... Yeah, well, first of all, I want you to celebrate that. You know, notice how humans were just so impatient. You know, you have some really cool experience where you kind of like wrote some ET language. Yay. Good for you. I think that's awesome <laughs> to... It shows that how you weren't thinking, you weren't analyzing, you weren't processing. You really got out of the way and you let your pen and hand just freely move celebrate that celebrate that that's fantastic and then you can just you know what if I easily do uh, which I automatic write every single day sometimes multiple times a day it's a way for me to disengage and allow information to flow through me personally in my own personal life so I do it all the time um I want you to celebrate that and and how about you'll be able to read the language when it's perfect when it's the perfect moment like right now your body loves just being able to be creative and expansive remember everything's in the nothingness and that's kind of a a, a, a way that a, you could experience oh this is a nothingness moment so instead of thinking in this moment with the way you're automatic writing that you have to have legible language what if you're getting cellular memory and expansion of vibrational consciousness into your being which is way more important than d- discerning what a word means Okay. And sometimes when we're when our consciousness is expanding, our body has to increase its vibration in order to understand it. So I think you're doing great. Celebrate what's happening. Great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. That was a good comment. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Thanks very much for calling and uh, Gina for joining us. 877-825-8828 is the number. We have lines open people. Wow. Get in here now. <laughs> 877-825-8828. Until then, we'll uh, go to Barb. Barb's joining us from the lovely Seattle area where we are. Hi, Barb. Hi, Benny. Hi, Marie. Hi. How are you? I'm hanging in there. Yeah. you got a lot going on. Okay. And this is what I want to know because I have been feeling very sick for a while and yeah. I can't get out of my head or you my body. Are re- yeah, and, and when I drew out your energy, there's disconnects between your chakra system. So like there's too much space between your crown and your head and then the throat chakra is literally almost into your face and then there's too much space between the neck and your um, chest area. It's fascinating. Uh-huh. And then um, your solar plexus is massively enlarged, which is not good for your immune system. You, you want this... Yeah. Some of the chakras, you want them to stay in the two and a half inches of diameter, and that's what yours is not. Your solar plexus is, wow, it's probably a foot in diameter or bigger. And then I can't wow. see your second chakra. Your root is actually excellent, which makes me feel like, okay, even though you've got this interesting plane of the, where's my chakras or what are they doing right now, 
you, you have tons of energy moving into your root chakra, which is a very positive thing for health. Because uh-huh. the first layer of the auric field is literally a hologram of all of your anatomy and physiology, right? Um, uh-huh. And health and well-being. And so when you're grounded and you're receiving earth energy, that means that the hologram is actually being beneficial. So what's okay. happening with your health? You just don't feel good? Well, um, initially uh, in September I was in Europe and I got very sick there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was all throat stuff and breathing. Oh, interesting. Um, and I don't know that I've, I've, I mean, I haven't popped back up, um, you know, to feeling great, like yeah. back into running and doing my exercise. Uh-huh. And then the last couple of weeks, um, <clears throat> I got a cold and it went into the sinuses and, and it gave me a massive migraine mm-hmm. that is still somewhat present. So whenever I cough, my head would blow up and then I'd have another migraine and then I'd work Have to you gone to the doctor? I have an appointment on Good. Monday, but I'm Great. kind of in, in between because I just went on Medicare. Uh, that's okay. Who cares? Okay. Right? It's not going to, yeah. you know. So I yeah. want you to go to the doctor because you might need some antibiotics or something. Okay. I did get on doxycycline. Okay. All right. It's not my favorite antibiotic, but that's okay. No. That's fine. It's just not yeah. my favorite. Um, and, and maybe go see a naturopath perhaps, but I feel like you picked up on something when you were traveling and, and it's kind of moving around in your body. But at the same time, this interesting disconnect from your chakras could also be because are, would you say you're someone who's not great at letting go? Um, yeah, I, I'm probably not great, although I've been working on it. Okay, good. Because sometimes when people are working on, let's say, letting go, their body yeah. will work will have some problems that are challenging and difficult so that they can't move into resistance. So when we have to start paying attention to our head or our sinuses or we're not feeling good, we can't block ourselves as well as we normally do. It's really hard to go into resistance mode. So I think Uh that's partially what's happening. So I want you to continue to rest and and take it easy and go to the doctor and make sure everything's okay and Uh do whatever you feel is appropriate. And, uh-huh. and continue resting. Please don't try to go exercise right now. I feel like you are in massive transformation, like massive. Oh. And okay. because you have this tendency to control, you know what I'm talking <laughs> okay. about, right? Uh, yeah. This is how the universe is helping you. Like, well, you can't control now because you don't feel good. You have to go lay down and do nothing. Yeah. So okay. so that's what I think is happening. Huh. Okay. Okay. I, I... Yeah, I was thinking I had to get back into exercise. No, I, good. Mm-mm, let's just rest. Let's just rest right now and let your being continue its its morphing into expanded consciousness. Okay. Okay. Okay, and and then um, you can start exercising when you really feel better. And then, so is what? Uh, it's the resting. It'll just help my chakras then, or is there other things that I can do? No, to... just go, just try not even figure it out. Just go rest. Oh. Okay? Don't figure it out. Let go. Control is when you're trying to figure out something. Just relax. Okay. Okay? Yes, that's marvelous. Okay, look at uh, how your energy heightened. Yeah, I just said, boosted just stop. right there. Just like yeah, that. love it. Love it. Okay, go lay down. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> but wait until the show's over with. Don't okay. do it now. Yeah, we want you to stay tuned in for the show. <laughs> that was so cute. Who do we have next, Yeah, Benny? we'll take uh, Bernice now calling in from Seattle. Hi, Bernice. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Bernice. Oh, what a treat to be able to just call and get right in. Oh, I told people to do that. She did. Yes, it. yes. What yeah. can I do for you? 
So I have a concern for my my 38-year-old son who has okay, type and, 1 diabetes. And let's just, again, remember what age he is. He's yeah. a 30-year-old grown... 38. 38 grown yeah. adult male. Let's just be yeah. clear. Okay. All right. So now you can tell me. So so when was okay. he diagnosed with type 1 diabetes? Oh, he's had it since he was 18 and a half. Yeah, because it usually happens some... It, for most people who are diagnosed with type 1, it happens in childhood, you know, or something uh-huh. of that nature. Okay, so... All right. Now what? what's the problem? Yeah, I just feel as, um, as if he spends a lot of his energy just struggling to keep it under control, and I'm just wondering if there's... I, you know, I don't know anything I can advise him or, or you know, well, how this he's is, doing. Or... Well, this is how I feel about it. He doesn't listen to you very well. Would you say that's true? Uh, I don't know. He probably listens as much as he does to anybody. <laughs> okay. Which maybe the, yeah. Because type that. 1 diabetics yeah. are typically typically really stubborn people, you know. And, and, and look at it this way. I think people who are diagnosed with type 1, because you have to have insulin, right? You don't have a choice. Um, I, I think it actually helps them to have a regiment for their body and helps them to learn to take good care of their body. That could be something he, that he wanted in this lifetime. So instead of trying to figure out how to help and help him, why don't you step back and try to figure out why this is such a blessing and a good and wonderful thing for him? Try to look at the higher okay. self perception, because I think when moms worry about their children, it's just not good for their kids. Okay. I, that's just how I feel about it. And he is responsible. So... Uh-huh. You know, this is a responsible guy, and it is something he has to pay attention to for the rest of his life. So right. why don't you just ask the question, ooh, please express to me whatever's in the highest realm of consciousness about my son. And stop okay. worrying about him, because I think it's it's not good for you, it's not good for him. I just think you need to, like, park it. Okay. Okay. All right. This is a, a good approach. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Okay. Have a gorgeous day. All right. Yeah, thanks very much for joining us, and I think we probably have time for one really? more. Sure, why not? Okay. Unless you have something else to no. say. All yeah, right, let's I'll do it. Let's it. take Deborah calling in from Arizona. Deborah, welcome to the show. Hi, Marie. Oh. Hi, Deborah. How are you? I'm good. What can I do for you? I wanted to have you do a general reading um, and kind of if you could tell me what's going on with my skin. Oh, your skin? Okay, seventh chakra. Seventh Ah. chakra. So this is about your connection to spirit. And the seventh layer of the auric field has a word on it. All the fields either have a word or a phrase. And the word for the seventh layer is individualization. So this is about you individualizing and not being like everybody else and letting yourself really be, be your unique, incredible, amazing self. So that's what you need to step into. I am so doing that. Good. So if your skin acts up a little bit, it's okay. Just be nice to it. Give it, blow it kisses. Use very gentle, very pure products on your body right now. I mean, it's really good all the time, but especially right now. And uh, yeah, so you're right on track. Your skin's just showing you you have a little bit of resistance, but it sounds like you're working through it. So good job. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we have to go. Thank you so much for calling in. And thank you, everyone. And thank you, Benny and Lisa. For your work, and we thank Suresh Suresh for writing his beautiful book, (laughs) Just Be, Transform Your Life and Live as Infinity. Joyful blessings, everybody. Bye-bye for now. 